Hey guys, this is a new show alert. It is called Harlem on Amazon Prime Video. Uh, we in the I'm gonna give you a little background. And if it sounds like uh, Sex in the City, because it's very similar, it's very patterned after Sex in the City. It is four women living in Harlem, um, successful women living in Harlem, navigating the dating scene. Now I'm gonna give you the actual write-up about what the show is about. So it says from writer Tracy Oliver of Girls Trip. Remember seeing that with Queen Latifah, Jada Pinkett, uh, all that. Harlem is a new comedy following a group of stylish and ambitious best girlfriends in Harlem, New York City, the mecca of black culture in America. Camille is a young, popularly young anthropology professor at Columbia with extensive knowledge of the dating norms of many cultures, but has a hard time navigating her own love life. Very similar to Carrie, who was a writer, uh, relationship writer and all of that. With Camille, what we're seeing here is, um, and I'm gonna talk a little bit about I think I saw the first two episodes, maybe part of episode three. Camille has a love interest, okay? Her love interest, or the love interest is someone who ended up moving from Harlem to somewhere else to pursue their career. I think he is a chef. His name is Ian. And everybody knows that Camille was in love with Ian. And everybody knows how Camille is having a hard time getting past the relationship. From the looks of it, she really hasn't gotten past it. She's constantly thinking about him. She wants to be with him. But again, he's not there. So we do see, believe in episode one, we even see Camille uh, walking down the street uh, with one of her friends who is um, Angie. Angie's a singer. Uh, but anyway, I'll talk about Angie in a second. Angie's a singer. They're walking down the street and Angie... You know, they noticed Ian at the corner. I guess Ian's, Ian is in town and Camille is thinking that he's probably going to visit his mother and that they need to hide. She doesn't want to confront him and all of, she's going, going through all this to try to hide from him uh, because again, she hasn't gotten over him, okay? She has not gotten over him. She's just having a hard time dealing with it and she's hiding and running and, and hoping to not run into him you know all this crazy stuff we saw this with sex in the city with with uh uh carrie carrie and big now they broke up because big was again big just broke up because he didn't want to be bothered with carrie you know but carrie was the one that was in love with big let's just keep a pin on that um camille talks about at the very beginning of the show uh she's given her lecture about a group of women a tribe of women i forget the name of them um but they probably in, in somewhere in asia uh in asia they these women are are in control and they control the dating scene they control who they want to be with they control everything even down to having sex they control everything and she is wanting you know her class to like try this experiment where a man is you know very submissive to a woman and all of that and, and see how that works out and do a 500 word essay about the experiment. There's a young man in the classroom who is very interested in Miss Camille and she lets him know, hey, look, I, I can't deal, you know, first of all, it's against policy. Secondly, it's against my own moral ethical rules. I'm not gonna date a student, okay? He actually ends up uh, uh, drawing, withdrawing from her class so that he can actually be with her. <laughs> and she eventually 
decides on giving this situation a chance. Okay, she she decides on giving this situation a chance and go ahead, invite this young man over to have sex with him. Well, <laughs> when she does that, he they get in the bed, he takes his clothes off, and he puts his legs in the air. And she looking like, hold on, what is going on here? It was very I was a little surprised myself when I saw that. I'm like, oh, we are really, I I guess we're trying to be very, very progressive here, okay? So I guess that's what they were trying to show. Like, that's something they never showed on Sex in the City. Now, we saw a lot of stuff with Samantha, but she's definitely not the Samantha of the, of the series. But his legs in the air, it put a bit, bit of a problem for her. She didn't care for that very much. And I'll get more into that conversation a little bit later. But that, you know, that proved to be a problem. Let's keep moving. So uh, we talked about Camille and, and, and where she is. Then there's another character named Ty. Ty is a successful queer dating app creator who prefers keeping vulnerability and romantic partners at arm's length. Um, Ty, I want to say, gives you a little bit of Samantha and a slight bit of Miranda. So it's not clear on that. You know, she's she's very... Uh, uh, open and honest about what she wants. Uh, and we do see an instance where, you know, the ladies are talking to Ty and they're like, the only women that you tend to date are these Instagram model type women. They don't have any depth to them. She can control them. She is the lead of the relationship. And now she's trying to date someone else who's the, who's basically on her level as far as career, as far as even she calls herself a stud, okay? So I guess the stud is more of the masculine type energy in the relationship. She operates like a man would. And so she's dating someone else who also operates on that same level. With that, with that being said, that situation did not work out well because the other woman was very much so, you know, like in control, giving directions about how to have sex and what they're going to do and all of that. And when they finally did have sex, it was like the other woman was getting what she wanted out of it. And when she got reached her level of satisfaction, she got up and said, well, I got to take a shower and I got to leave because I got a meeting to go to. And Taz left there like, wait a minute, what about me? It was not a comfortable situation because it was not something that Ty was used to being a part of. And we even get to the point where, you know, Ty is explaining to the other ladies that I've never been in this type of situation before. What is this? What's going on here? So she decides she wants to break up with her. And when they meet up at this restaurant, whatever, to do this breakup, the woman ends up breaking up with her. And it throws Ty way off of her game. She don't know how to act. She don't know. She just does not know where to take that, how to take it, because she's never had to before. That was kind of funny. So then we have Quinn. Quinn is a hopeless romantic and trust fund fashion designer who is trying to give back to the world while running a struggling business. That's, a, that's very much so Charlotte. Quinn's house is painted pink. I said, wow. Uh, for whatever reason, her her fashion design business is not working out very well. Her mother is played by, uh, um, I forgot her name, but you know, she played Whitley on A Different World. 
So uh, I, you know, she's clueless. She's she's just she's clueless and she's not clueless. You know, she's like a Charlotte. She's very naive. She's very much in her own little world. And she ends up going on a date with some lawyer that's in that lives in Long Island. I am not from New York. I visited New York. I don't know the proximity from Long Island to Harlem, but apparently it's not a hop, skip, and a jump. It's going to take some time to get there. She goes there, meets this guy who doesn't even seem remotely interested in her. She notices that he's eyeing another lady uh, in the room. And she's like, well, I got to go to the bathroom, but I'm going to leave my purse in my seat here and you just watch it. Now, number one, why would you leave your purse with a stranger? She goes and then somebody she ends up running to the bathroom anyway because someone has spilled a drink on her. But nonetheless, music loud. The guy don't seem to be interested. She gonna entrust her purse with this stranger. Goes to the bathroom, comes back, and the bartender's like, "Hey, the guy left, but he just said you'll take care of the bill." And of course, he took her purse. Child, it, that was a mess. so she couldn't. You know, she now she got to try to beg for money to try to get back to Harlem. Uh, 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 try to beg to use someone else's phone and she, you know, that's a mess. Now, we got Angie. Angie's a confident, vibrant, and filter-free singer and actress who also lives rent-free and fabulously with Quinn. Together, they level up from their 20s into their next phase of their careers, relationships, and big city dreams. Angie is, I would say, a free spirit. Angie is, you know, they're all in their 30s. Angie is, uh, 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 she used to be a very popular singer while she was in college. Apparently her and Camille went to college together and Angie was that girl. She was the singer. Everybody wanted her to sing. Angie had a record deal and then got dropped. And <coughs> she's struggling to get back out there into that the singing scene. She's struggling. She, um wants to get that deal. It's a little bit harder for her. She's talking about the fact that she's in her 30s and record labels are just not looking to, you know, she's a good singer, but they're not looking for the quality, you know, anymore. The business has changed and she is not considered to be viable at this point in time. Um, you know, I, I don't know what to say, but Angie's very, you know, she's got diary of the mouth. She says it like it is she don't really push no punches okay she her and, you know even her and uh, uh um quinn got into it because quinn is like girl you need to get a real job and when angie was like i got an opportunity to go sing at this open mic and they're going to be producers there quinn just looked down on it as if it's not something that's real like you need to get a job that's going to pay real money so you can get your own place they got into a huge argument about that and ultimately you know quinn ended up needing angie's help because quinn is not quinn yeah quinn was stuck out there in long island and she ended up, someone finally did let her use their cell phone and she ended up getting in touch with Angie. And we see, you know, you know, Angie comes out there and they make up and she's, you know, helping her get her back home. They are cool friends. 
Angie also was the one that ended up telling Quinn's mom the reason that Quinn was because Quinn had to go. Quinn Quinn got a letter about rent going up at her place. Okay, and she's not making enough money to pay the rent. So she's like, I got to go ask my mom about uh, more money and all of that. They go to, I guess her mother was hosting a fundraiser. She didn't know they was hosting a fundraiser. She didn't come dressed for that. And her mother introduces her to this woman who's in politics and wants her to be Quinn's mentor. Because her mother doesn't see it. Quinn's career is not a real career. She's not successful fashion designer. Therefore, she's not really thinking that that Quinn is in the right direction. So she has assigned her a mentor. And it's a young lady who's supposed to be a political figure and, you know, important individual rising up the political ranks. Um, she ends up getting the money. Let's just say that. She gets the money because Angie puts it out there, what's really going on. I, we can see there's problems with the mom and uh, uh, issue of respect, I guess, uh, between Quinn and her mother. So we'll see how that dynamic works out, you know, the whole relationship, because the mom is, again, the mom has shady remarks to say about this so-called business and being a fashion designer, but she's not successful. Okay. Um we also have the situation with Miss Camille. Like I said, her and the ex and all that, you know, the ex is back in town. They both were invited to a, an engagement party. It was horrible. It was Titanic theme. They playing Titanic, you know, I'm the, uh, my love must go on or heart go on or whatever the song is. They're both invited to this thing and they, neither one was looking forward to going to this event. But they end up going, cutting to the chase. They end up going. And when they do see each other at the event, you know, they have great conversation. Well, they, they, they have their conversation. It was awkward. Then we turn around, we meet Ian's friend. Well, girlfriend, I guess. She's from London. Okay. And Camille is very uncomfortable. She's not liking the situation. She goes in the kitchen. She calls Ty. Ty was like, do you need me to come down there and run interference? What's going on? She said, no, nah, I'm just going to get on out of here. As she's leaving, Ian comes out. They have a conversation about the relationship, things of that nature. And Camille admits to being in love with him and all of that. They embrace Camille goes over and kisses him. And they, he was very accepting of that kiss. They go ahead. They have this very passionate kiss and then the young lady comes out which is his girlfriend so we thought just a girlfriend we find out later on he comes over to quinn's house because he tried to call quinn not quinn comes over to camille's house he tries to call camille but finds out that that wasn't her number anymore she ends up changing her number and so he he rings the doorbell she comes out and they talk and he lets camille know he said look I'm sorry, you know, things happened the way it happened, but I need to let you know that I am engaged. Does that not sound familiar to Sex in the City? So 
I kind of breeze through those episodes because, you know, I really want you guys to watch it and we can, I'll just kind of talk through, you know, some of the talking points, but everybody is on their own journey and I like it so far. I, I do. I really feel like we're getting the updated, fresh perspective with four black women as opposed to four white women living in New York City, living uh, in 2021 dealing with different types of relationship issues than we, you know, than back in the what 90s when Sex in the City was on. Now, coincidentally, Sex in the City uh is back on. Uh it's called And Like That or it, and Just Like That. It's also back on on HBO as on HBO Max. And I will I I will give more insight into that. I'm still watching it and things of that nature. I'll talk about that a little bit later. But I want to talk about this show on Amazon Prime called Harlem. Take a listen, take a watch, look at it. Let me know what you think. I'll get back to you guys later. Peace.